Garibaldi's Revenge. Mark Twain's fictional Puddinhead Wilson got his nickname from his Missouri neighbors, misunderstanding a joking remark he made, and they decided he was stupid, a real Puddinhead. Twenty years later, in that small southern town, he still carried the nickname. Even the slightest slip of the tongue can do it to you. My Italian secretary in Rome, when I worked there for two years, Pina, had attended college in New York City. She'd already learned English in a Roman high school and improved it at her bilingual parents' dinner table. She studied our history and politics and economy. And in 1975, Pina arrived at Kennedy International Airport, familiar with our currency and the coins, you know, one cent, five cents, ten cents, and so on. And when she asked an airport newsstand clerk where to buy jetoni, the slugs used for phone calls in Italy, he said, just use a dime. What's a dime, she asked him. Two nickels. What's a nickel? What, are you kidding me? Five pennies. But what's a penny? Get out of here, he said. Welcome to New York. I knew how she felt because my first visit to London took place in the pre-decimal days when Brits spent shillings, 20 to the pound, 21 to a guinea. Uh, No, no, it didn't make sense, but I was confident and ready to deal with it. Deplaning at Heathrow Airport, I asked a porter, should I take the bus into London or a taxi? Oh, Lord, he said. The bus will be only five bob. The taxi's the best part of five quid. Bob? Quid? He might as well have been speaking Greek. I had no idea how bobs and quids related to what I thought I knew, shillings and pounds and guineas. And that confusion taught me how Pina and Puddinhead Wilson had both felt, misunderstanding something and therefore misunderstood. An innocent language problem, it could have happened to anybody, defined me to people in the neighborhood when we lived in Rome. For two years after the following innocent mistake, drugstore loafers choked themselves pink trying not to laugh aloud when I went sneaking by. On arrival in Rome, Our youngest was taken with what we'll call Garibaldi's Revenge. Uncomfortable but curable, not really serious. I could go to the corner pharmacia and buy some medicine, as soon as I knew what medicine to ask for. Using an Italian-English dictionary and phrase book, I jerry-built a simple question to ask the pharmacist. The question was, Ha, blank, lay, do you have, and then you fill in the blank. It works everywhere. Ha, something, lay. Then I phoned my blessedly bilingual secretary at home to ask for the missing word. Pina, I said, what's the name of an Italian patent medicine for diarrhea? Something I can buy without a prescription. She said, diarrhea, I thanked her and hung up, mistakenly assuming that she had just named the medicine, when all she'd done was to pronounce diarrhea Italianly while she pondered her answer. At the corner pharmacia, I reached the counter ready to impress everyone with my carefully rehearsed Italian. Ha diarrhea lei? I asked. What I'd said was, do you have diarrhea? The creak of necks swiveling was audible. Women giggled, men laughed out loud. Some tried not to laugh and bit their fist. One man grew glassy-eyed and clutched at his chest. I hoped it was something serious. Do I have diarrhea? repeated the pharmacist, in English better than my Italian. No, do you? Now, it didn't seem all that humorous to me, but the gaggle of assembled customers loved it. 
They hugged one another, repeating my question. Some of them had tears in their eyes. The pharmacist could have sold tickets. I took the lavender-colored bottle he handed me, and with great aplomb, pretending to read the label on the bottle, I backed out of the pharmacy, without paying him, by the way, and tripped over the door sill. The noise behind me passed beyond laughter and swelled to hysteria. People laughed, all of them, for no good reason. Bill Cosby never earned such an outburst. End of story? Not on your Dolce Vita. The next morning, on my way to the bus stop at the corner, I had to pass the pharmacia. I tried sneaking by, but the pharmacist spotted me. He waved a greeting, then turned to whisper to a young couple at the counter. All three of them exploded with what I still consider unnecessary glee. And the same thing happened again the next day. And again, by the end of the month, when I'd picked up enough Italian to make eavesdropping useful, I overheard a clerk in the pharmacist call me that diarrhea American. But unlike Puttenhead Wilson, I found a way to shake that nickname two years later when we moved away from Rome.